Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this podcast finds you well, and I hope you are all having a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and that everything is going well for you. As we are coming to an end of this season of Thursday Thoughts, I want to continue talking about what we started last week about reaching, reaching out to people and trying to be... Obviously, we've been talking about being disciples of Christ, and that means that we need to be evangelistic, and that we need to be disciples who go out and carry out the Great Commission. And what's the Great Commission again? Matthew 28, starting in verse 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. So I think about something. Why is it that when Jesus says something, or when Jesus says it, all we do is memorize it, instead of actually going out and doing it? I think of the game Simon Says, And whenever we play Simon Says, you know, you do whatever Simon Says to stay in the game. As Christians, we love Jesus enough and we want to obey his word that we do whatever he asks us. No matter what the cost is, no matter what it looks like, I mean, sometimes in Simon Says, you look really silly jumping around, you know, on like one leg and rubbing your head and patting your belly or whatever. We need to do that when we follow Jesus. When your parents tell you to go clean your room or whenever whenever someone asks you to do something, you don't go off to your room and come back a few minutes later and say, guess what, Mom? I recognized what you told me to do. You said, go clean your room. (laughs) You know, we don't just repeat exactly what they told us to do or usually you get in trouble. You know, we usually go do it. We go do it. But that is exactly what we do with Jesus. We read things like the Great Commission and we quote it and it sounds good, but is that really enough? No. Following Christ is following and obeying his commands. If Christ gives us the command to go and make disciples, then what should we be doing? Going and making disciples. And that's something that I think we as Christians need to get back on track with. I think Christians everywhere need to remember that we are are disciples of Christ. And if we're going to be Christians and disciples of Christ, that entails and that means that we go out into the world and try to make other disciples of all the nations, teaching them to obey everything that Jesus passed down to the apostles and to us through the scriptures. I think about it like this. Think about whenever you were young and you remember that first, you know, girl or guy you ever had a crush on or um, or just think about whenever you are wanting to ask someone out. Think of it like this. You're trying to get the courage to ask them, you know, usually for weeks or months. It takes time. And you're usually scared to death that they're going to say no. 
you know, you start dropping hints about dating, but you're not sure if she hadn't picked up on them or he hadn't picked up on them. You know, you listen to them describe some of their horrible dates that they've been on. And so you listen and you listen to the things that people did that bugged them. And you listen to the way they described a perfect date. You know, you're trying your best to figure out this person that you want to ask out. So the opportunity or so that the probability of them saying yes goes higher. But even scarier than the thought of this person saying no when you ask them out is the possibility of them saying yes. Because what if they actually agreed to go out with me? I'm thinking in terms of this is, imagine you thinking this. What if they actually agree to go out with you? That could even be worse. What if the date, what if the date bombed? What if the place I was wanting to take them was really boring? Or what if the date was so horribly bad that they would never speak to me again? You didn't want to lose a friendship over this, and one bad date could ruin that forever. The fears of inviting a close friend to church or anyone to church are just like inviting someone on a date. Inviting someone to church and inviting someone more than that, inviting someone over to have a Bible discussion, a Bible study, or just trying to have a Bible study with someone and trying to be evangelistic can make us feel a little vulnerable. Some of you guys have been working up the courage for years to ask someone to come to church with you, but maybe you're afraid to you're you're afraid to bring it up. Because what if they start acting weird? Inviting the church could change everything, and we're not so sure that we want that. It's just easier to avoid the conversation altogether. Then there's that small part of us that will actually say no. The, or there's that small part of us that actually hopes our friend says no. It's easier that way. A no doesn't cost us anything. It's like running into that old friend at Starbucks and saying, hey, we should catch up sometime. And neither of you actually mean it. It's just something you say because it sounded nice and sort of makes you feel like a good person. You've dropped subtle hints before about church, but you aren't sure if they got it. Your friend has even talked to you about some of the horrible experiences they've had with church. But maybe the scariest thought of all, even scarier than them saying no, is what if they say yes and it's an absolute disaster? What if the preacher says something that they don't like? What if the what if the speaker for some reason at church doesn't speak something in love or what if the service is boring or what if nobody speaks to them and treats them weird? How many of us have felt that way whenever we're wanting to invite someone to church or invite them to any kind of church function? I understand the fear. What if that friend that you've spent so much time building a relationship with and have invested so much into finally opens up and comes to church and nobody, I mean nobody, speaks to them and it's a bad experience for them? Hmm. This stuff matters when you're reaching. So the Great Commission that Jesus given us, that he gave us, is huge. It doesn't matter how scary it is or how uncomfortable it makes us. If Christ said it, then we must do it. We cannot be afraid, and we need to give someone the chance to say no. So how do we reach? Um, you know how to reach others, but I want to tell you tonight, or tonight, today, I want to tell you today that 
reaching people starts with an invitation. Romans 10.14 says, But how are they to call on him whom they've never believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? Nobody will hear unless they are invited first. Nobody's going to hear the word if someone doesn't tell them the word. No one's going to believe the word if they don't hear it and they can't believe it. And they're not able to call on Christ if they don't believe in him, as Paul says here in Romans 10. And so whether it's inviting them to church or you yourself going and trying to teach someone the gospel, it starts with an invitation and trying to get it started. In Matthew 22, Jesus tells a powerful story about invitations, right? The kingdom of heaven must be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. So that sounds like, well, God, I tried. I really tried. I invited a friend, but they didn't want to come. So God says, okay, you did your part. You tried. That's really all you can do. Let's do the feast anyways with the regulars. Besides, we'll still have over 50 people there. No, that's not what God says at all. In fact, he does the exact opposite. Matthew 22, 8 through 10. Then he said to his servants, the wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you can find. And those servants went out not the roads went out to the roads and gathered all whom they found both good and bad so the wedding hall was full of guests here's what god says okay new plan go invite people until you get a yes go everywhere good people bad people as many as you can find bring them i want them to meet my son god puts an invitation in our hands but so many times we talk ourselves out of inviting people why because we are afraid of what might happen they might reject us, or they, may act, they might actually come, and it might be a disaster. They might show up, and nobody talks to them. You know, each event we host here at Canyon View, a camp, a mission, you know, a, a mission trip, a Nerf War event, or something like that, or our big community events, they're not just opportunities to bring a friend with you. It's an, it's an invitation to change someone's life forever. But it takes all of us believing in our goal here to reach the lost. God's servants are not the ones who get to decide who's on the guest list. God is the host, and the party is not about us. It is for his son. So reaching starts with an invitation, and God put the invitation in our hands. So we need to go out and reach. We need to make an effort to go out to people in the world, in our communities, in our everyday lives, and try to get them to see the good news and maybe it's us teaching them in their homes and having little Bible discussions and helping them see the truth. Maybe it's getting them to come to church and then the seed sticks and then they want to stay. Maybe it's them coming to a youth event or a church event where there's a short devotional but and they hear the word and can learn and be obedient that way. However it is, however it works for them, we need to remember that it's God's the one who will do the working and the planting through us. We're not the ones, you know, we go out and try to make disciples, but it's God through his Holy Spirit through us. We need to remember that. We need to go out and reach people and be true disciples of Christ. So, as we finish up, let's remember to get out there and remember that as disciples, we shouldn't just memorize the Great Commission. We should live it. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Thursday Thoughts. 
I hope you all have a wonderful week and I look forward to our podcast next week. Thanks.